the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. One of the things we try to do on Hometown Radio is honor people we have lost over the years. And certainly when it comes to Gary Lamprecht, it is more than appropriate that we spend some time today. I can't claim to have been a close friend of Gary's. I have uh, seen the Vocal Arts Ensemble perform. I interviewed Gary numerous times over the years. But even I was aware of the impact he had on this community. I want to remind you that tomorrow at the Old Mission Church, starting at 1230, there will be a community sing-along. Everyone is invited. I'm not even going to try to do justice to Gary in less than an hour. I would point out there's a lovely article online now in the Tribune that uh, really goes into detail about the impact that Gary made. But we will do our effort here. I want to start by welcoming back to this broadcast, Dale Wolf from Vocal Arts Ensemble. Dale, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Introduce Melody and Ty for us, please. All right. Here's our interim director and the first voice you heard on that recording, Melody Svenningson. Hello. Ty Green, one of our longtime members. Hello. Uh, Ty, how long have you been in Vocal Arts? Uh, I think 22 years. Melody, before you were a member forever. Yes, I was there from 19... 87, yeah. All right, Ty? Or excuse me, Dale? (laughs) I'm the good-looking one. (laughs) Right. I've been in the group about 31 years. All right. So let's just start with the basic question. How did you first meet Gary Lamprecht, Dale? Well, I went to uh, one of his concerts, and I remember it very clearly, and I was so impressed. I just had to get into the group, and so Mm -hmm. I... What impressed you? Well, the joy of it, the the uh, beauty of the music, uh, the style of the director, uh, the the seeming uh, joy of the people being together singing. It was it was, uh, and it was uh, one of their more more fun concerts. And then I got to know their serious concerts and the, the kind of reverence of those. And the, yeah, Melody, what's your connection? My connection is that I worked at Casa de Vida. A 99-bed facility way back in the day. And a woman named uh, Naomi was a part of the vocal arts at that time. And I would bring my guitar in and sing to my clients, and we would have little um, circle songs and things going. She said, you need to be in the vocal arts ensemble. And I said, I haven't sung since high school for many, many years. I, I, I just couldn't do it. She said, well, you need to come and see us 
sing. You need to come to our concert. And I said, mm, I can't really afford it. I was a single mom, and I seriously couldn't afford it. She said, come on Thursday night to the mission. Come to the dress rehearsal. And I watched Gary working, just the warm-ups, just the warm-ups, manipulating the voices and making these beautiful chords. And I sat there and I wept because I am just music at heart. And I just had an affinity for Gary and yeah. sort of a similar start. Yeah. Ty? I chaperoned high school trips. My daughters, for 12 years in a row, sang with Gary in the choir. And I was a chaperone. That's how I met Gary. How I ended up in vocal arts is kind of interesting. I'd had no musical background whatsoever. And we were at a high school concert singing Christmas carols between acts. And Gary got up and said something about, well, I've got an adult group, Vocal Arts. If anybody wants to be in it, you know, let, let me know. And the lady next to me looked at me and said, you have a nice voice. You should do that. And my wife mentioned that to my daughter, who mentioned it to Gary. And my phone rang. And Gary said, are you interested at all in doing this? And I said, I don't know. He said, come over here. So I went over to the high school. Uh, he took me in the back room with the piano. And he started hitting notes on the piano and asking me if I could mimic the notes. And I'd never sung before in my life. And he goes, Basketball. never, never. Uh, well, I, I learned to sing on a tractor when I was a kid yeah. in the farm, but that's a not tractor. really. <laughs> that's, that's a different pitch. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, and, and after about 10 minutes, he goes, well, you're a tenor. And if you want to be, you're in vocal arts. And I said, but Gary, I, I don't read music. I don't know what I'm doing. And he said, don't tell anybody and don't worry about it. You'll be fine. And that was, that's it. I'm not, I'm not the unique example of that because Gary loved to take somebody that didn't know anything at all about singing or very little about it and have them become a singer and fall in love with music. And that's what he did with me. I was going to ask the two of you if you were surprised by Ty's story. Or does that sound familiar? Well, it's familiar because oh, we've, yeah. we've heard Ty say it. And also <laughs> it's familiar, uh, the, the concept of Gary's uh, willingness to work with just about anybody was very familiar. Because my... Um, children as well went through his like you i was a, a tie i was a chaperone on many many of those trips and it was a joy to watch the kids come alive under his direction and so forth but um yeah i it's a familiar story because i saw him i would help him at times do some vocal work with some of the kids at the high school as a volunteer and i saw him take um one particular young man and i don't know remember his name or anything but Gary said, you come in after school every day if you really want to do this, and we will work together. And that kid went from a semi, not really very reliable singer, not very on pitch, to somebody who two years ago was in the stage choir, the top choir, and performing right along with the rest of the kids. And that's sort of Gary's legacy. Well, uh, familiar to me, too, that my... Uh wife wasn't in the group when I joined first and and uh, she went on our first the first tour I went on 95 and went to every single concert we did so she was entourage she was entourage, entourage. Yeah. yeah she was a groupie groupie and uh, Gary said well you should come audition and she uh, you know I don't know anyway she didn't but he caught her at a party and said you did not show up for an audition I want to see you in my uh, school classroom uh, tomorrow and she went down there and sang a few notes, and but he liked, yeah, he liked to people who could blend. You know, we've got some great soloists, but his forte is making everybody sing together. There are a lot of people that uh, love and respected Gary, but there are also a lot of people in our audience who probably have never heard of him. So we should spend a minute or two just putting his life in perspective. Who exactly was Gary Lamprecht? Ty, let me start with you. 
Uh, he, he was a he was a he, he told me a story. I won't go back to his childhood, but he was a fi- he worked on a fishing boat. His dad was a fisherman, and Gary fell in love with music, which really didn't go along with the fishing industry. Uh, and, he, and from that, he, he, he I think he did, decided to dedicate his life to music, to uh, teach to children, teach music to adults. And I wanted to follow up real quick on something that Dale said or, or Melody said, is I saw him over the years of twelve years I was involved. I developed kids that had problems in school, that lacked confidence, that yeah. you know maybe were kind of lost. And Gary would find he would find them literally in the hall if he heard somebody humming, "Come here," I'll, and 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 I, you're probably going to get a lot of calls, or I know I've, I've gotten a lot of people contacting me from kids whose lives he lives he absolutely changed for the better that would have been lost in high school and never found their way except for Gary, and that's. Through music, but that's something different than music. That was Gary. Absolutely. Melody, what would you say about Gary's life? I want to follow up on what you just said, because I I just um, was reading uh, one of my son's best friends. They were both singers for Gary. Jeff Long is his name. And he said in this long tribute to Gary, when I lost my dad my freshman year, he was there for me and let me cry on his shoulder hang out in his classroom, and he really helped me take my mind off the issue at hand. Those four years of multiple choir classes a year were some of my greatest memories that will stay with me forever. And then he goes on and outlines all the different festivals that they went to and so on and so forth. So he changed more lives than we'll ever know as far as students are concerned. Dale, what would you throw into the mix about Gary? Well, just, you know, I can't imagine what all he did for all those kids. But I know for us adults, some of us like me anyway, he gave us a whole nother career Mm -hmm. in life, you know, another 20, 30 years of doing stuff together with a with a group of touring, of uh, getting on stage and uh, singing together, harmonizing. Uh, it's just been, and the, the friendships that we've made, we got together with some of these folks uh, a few weeks ago and, and remembered that 20 years ago, a dozen of them had been at my 40th or 20th, 20th anniversary. No, just recently was 40th, okay. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, that's how much we've been together as As an extended family. That's that's what I was going to say. He was like a family. We'd also point out that Gary was two-time winner of Teacher of the Year for Slow Coastal Unified School District. Absolutely. All right. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with uh, our friends from Vocal Arts Ensemble. We'll start welcoming your phone calls as well as remember the late, great Gary Lamprecht, who passed away earlier this week. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown. As we continue our uh, tribute to Gary Lamprecht, who passed away earlier this week, music educator extraordinaire, founder of the Vocal Arts Ensemble, dates back all the way until 1977. We remind you that there is a community sing-along at the Old Mission Church tomorrow at 1230. If you want in on the conversation, join us. 805-543-8830. Let's start with Rick on KVEC. Rick, good afternoon. Hey, hello. My Hi. name is Rick Robinette, and uh, I knew Gary as a fellow educator. Um, I was the assistant principal at San Luis Obispo High School in the mid to late 90s, and he was the choir director there. And his choirs were just perennial award winners. They were excellent. And when I left the school to go to Los Osos Middle School to become the principal, he had his, uh, I think they were called the chamber choir, literally come to serenade me. They did a version of Billy Joel's The Longest Time, and I'm I'm very rarely teary-eyed, but I, I was on that one. And um, uh, 
you know, he finished his career. I, I remember I'd moved to the district office by this time. We sort of strategized a way for him to direct the choirs of both San Luis Obispo High School and Morro Bay High School. And so he created this uh, super choir, and that was kind of his last hurrah. When he um, retired, there was a tribute concert for him at the pack that was just filled to the brim of his former students and admirers. So um, I just have such wonderful thoughts. I think the purpose of life is to do transcendent good in the world, and Gary did transcendent good in the world. He he just mentored and nurtured uh, so many kids. Who wants to react? He not only actually not only mentored uh, kids, he mentored adults as well, as, as Dale was saying. Um, a couple of us had kids here, Ty and myself, that went through Gary's program, and we saw firsthand what he what he did for the kids and how they came alive under his direction. But he also did the same thing for adults, myself included. And I just want to say that he was um, probably the only mentor in my life, the person that recognized. He said, "Kid, you should be doing what I'm doing," and he's the reason that I had to have a second career as a musician because I went to Cal Poly and got my music degree at in 2007 and he helped me get there basically rick anything else you want to say no no i just uh, kind of picture him with a uh, you know directing a choir of young angels right now that's uh-huh. mm-hmm. nice of you to call thank you very much 805-543-8830 travis is on kvec hi travis hey dave hey, travis. Hey, everyone how's hi. it going we're good Good. Um, I'm here to definitely salute Mr. Lampracht. Um, I am a former slow high student with their four years and graduated in 2006. And I had Mr. Lampracht for concert choir for a year in my sophomore year at Slow High. And um, I'm blind and visually impaired since birth. And I have to say, he a, was a really good instructor, you know, great teacher. He led, you know, led a good direction to the classes, and especially the class I was in, you know, in the sophomore year and everything. He gave me a lot of encouragement, especially when it came to me wanting to improve. He would let me stay after school sometimes, like what I could work on, which he was helpful with that. And given, you know, my disability and everything, especially, you know, because I you know, do have some cognitive delays, even though I'm high, high functioning, it was very accommodating for my situation and everything in between. What a great story, Travis. Thank you very much for calling in and sharing that. Dale, you want to comment? Oh, I just have to throw in a humorous comment. Uh, be careful when you read the Tribune article, uh, how you read it, because <laughs> there's this one quote that says, you heard it, Ty, I guess I saw it. It says, he took 124 students or something like that to New York City. And then it says, and later he brought back 122 students. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it Oops. meant he went back another year with, with 120. He, he didn't lose anybody in any of those tours that I know of. Yeah. Travis, thanks for the call. We're just remembering the late, great uh, Gary Lamprecht. We've got Gail with us on KVEC. Hi, Gail. Hi. Hi, Hi. guys. How Hi. are you? We're Hi. Good. Hello, Gail. <laughs> I've known these guys now for about 16 or 17 years, but my my entrance into Gary's life was because of my daughter. I blame it on her. Uh, <laughs> she started singing with with the group 
when she first moved up to the Central Coast and over the next couple of years as I was transferring my business from Bakersfield to, to San Luis, she says, you got to come sing, you got to come sing. And so I went in and I thought, you know, he's not going to let me sing because I'm a tenor. You know, he's not going to let me sing. Nobody in a choir lets any women sing as tenors. <laughs> and I walked in and Gary had me singing as a tenor. <laughs> I was I was floored. <laughs> and it was it, it changed a whole lot because my voice lives as a tenor, although I can sing as a contralto, but it lives as a tenor and that's where I'm I'm best at it and he brought that out of me. He brought a lot of music out of my daughter. My goodness. <laughs> Uh, but the thing I wanted to really get to was the fact that there were there were sets of families. I mean, there was Melody and I. Uh, there were the Tackers. Um, who else had 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 kids singing? I can't remember them all, but well, there were ten of them. Yeah, don't try to remember all of them. <laughs> the Sinsheimers and and uh, seven or eight uh, couples. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. it really was all in the family. A lot of oh, family yeah. there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it it was it. It it got you involved with everybody, no matter how you sang or whatever. But and it brought just incredible joy. It's very nice of you to say, Gail. Thank you for calling. Anybody want to comment on Gail? Come see us, Gail. <laughs> there's yeah, there's something about singing together though that brings people together. That be, since I wasn't musical, I never appreciated. And when you sing in a choir together, you grow together. And Gary loved that and, and nurtured that. Let me get to this call before the news break. Our friend Tom Davies checks in. Hey, Tom. Oh, my. Hi, Tom. Hi, everybody. How are you? Well, okay. good, Tom. How you doing, buddy? Oh, doing fine. Very, very sad this week. You know, one of the things I remember most was when we opened up the Performing Arts Center. Yes. And, and Gary, Mike Novak, Cliff Swanson, and I, we're we're blessed to be able to be the conductors for the opening concert. We had mo we had uh, members of the Vocal Arts Ensemble, Master Chorale, a few Cal Poly students, other people from the area. There were people from the Mozart Festival that were all involved with that. And I just remember uh, Gary. Uh, professionally, we had a wonderful relationship, and it was he's just a good, very very dear friend. He was like a kid in a candy shop that we all were running around the pack and looking in this door and that door and finding out what all that building was about. But I remember he got to conduct one of his, Melody reminded me of this the other day when uh, we were talking, and mm -hmm. he got to conduct one of his favorite pieces, the Brahms, How Lovely Are Thy Dwellings, and that was one of his pieces that he conducted that night. And, uh, you know, he's such, such a wonderful, wonderful person. We're all going to miss him dearly, and... Uh, and uh, I just wanted to call in and just to say how very, very sad, and just to say from the from the master corral to all the folks in the vocal arts ensemble, how much we love you all, and how much the community of musicians around this town mm -hmm. is just—it's an incredible thing. Um, I, I going to Gary's concerts was such a wonderful experience, and I think somebody mentioned it earlier. Just watching the love of the singers for each other, the music they made. Um, it was just an incredible experience, and uh, we have so much to thank Gary Lamprecht for. Here, here. Tom, wonderful to hear from you. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Let me pause here because we've got California Headline News and ABC Radio News. I'm going to ask the callers to please be patient. We do want to hear from you. A lot of people calling in were their memories of Gary Lamprecht. 
a giant in this community. This is Hometown Radio. Where I continue to remind you that there will be a community sing-along tomorrow from 1230 to 1.30 at the Old Mission Church right here in San Luis. It's at the Mission. You know what I'm talking about. We're going to honor the late, great Gary Lamprecht, who uh, passed away Wednesday night. If you heard the first half hour, I... I hope you have some sense of the enormous loss so many people are feeling right now. I got a lot of calls coming in. I want to get to them. But, Melody, I also want to give you a chance to explain why Gary chose the path of choir. I think um, it was the music, first and foremost, that uh, moved him, something very deep inside. And then he wanted to facilitate that in others. And he realized at some point, um, even though he's a guitar player and a and an informal musician and a great singer, he wanted to have an instrument at hand that he could bring this music to life, knowing that in the process it's like nothing else. No, no orchestra, no ball team, nothing. He knew that, I like to say, you're never going to be benched because you are always important. Your voice is always valued and everyone works together to bring something forth that's greater than the parts. Let's hear from Prudy on KVEC. Hi, Prudy. Hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, hi. Melody, Ty, Dale. Hi, Hello. Um, hi. I, my experience with Gary began when our, my kids were with Gary out at Laguna. Uh, junior high school, they both sang in the choir program, and they encouraged me to try out And I, because they thought Gary was wonderful. This is our daughter and our son. And so I did. I sang, Oh, Come All You Faithful, and Gary said, Okay, you're in. And that <laughs> began like a 42-year experience that has been totally family. When our kids moved to the senior high school, so did Gary. And so naturally they joined the choir program, and so I went right along with him. And we formed a parents group that sewed 2,000 miles of skirts and blouses for their and ordered tuxedos. And <laughs> Gary, Gary went right along with it. He's just saying, whatever you want, it's fine. And so our, our first trip was in 1985, our overseas trip to go to a competition, included my husband, whose voice Gary really wanted, a lot more than mine, and our son, who was 15 at the time, and our daughter, who was 17. And they were both in Gary's stage choir as well as the regular group. In fact, Jens Christian, our son, uh, was messing around with a barbershop group while Gary was in the back taking a nap on this beanbag. <laughs> and uh, um, so we four sang together on our first European trip. We took two other teenagers with us, a soprano and a tenor, and we had a fantastic time. And when we went to the Estedford, Gary and, and my husband and I went to the reception for the uh, directors, and it was after our concert, and we went to the reception when we first got there, and it was wonderful, and we had a great time. We realized we didn't have a way home, and so we walked three miles along the gulf of whatever we were there in, in Wales to get to our hotel and laughed the whole time and, and just couldn't believe that we were in Wales doing this. And Gary had the funniest stories to share with us. And then when we got to the hotel, Roy and I realized we were at the wrong one. Gary was in the right spot, so we had another mile to walk. Well, well so Gary did a lot on the international level. We should acknowledge Absolutely. that. Yes, yeah. and 
the last time that we went to Spain, he won a special award. They they made they this award created him. just for him because they were so impressed with his re- repertoire, with the diversity uh, and the accessibility of of what he programmed, and that was a hallmark of his. I think was he made something for everybody and something different and and we'd sing different for different types of music in the language in the, and different in languages, the languages different yeah. styles yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ty tell your story that you're sharing off air oh. i like this story <laughs> well we uh, one of the things gary did when on these tours is we visited a lot of places nobody ever would have gone and, and made connections that we never would have made uh one of my favorite stories is we were in Ljubljana, which I didn't even know where it was till we went there. That's in Slovenia, I think it's Croatia, yeah. isn't it? Uh, or is it? So which one it is? It's one of those. I don't. Yeah, I, still, I don't. I still know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, there was something going on politically uh, between the countries, and and we were not really uh, well received at the beginning by the audience. In fact, they kind of just glared at us. And about two songs into the concert, Gary turned around and said to the concert to the audience. You know, something to the effect of, you know, governments are governments. People are people. We are here as people to share with you, and music brings people together. And it was an amazing turnaround from a bunch of, you know, blank faces and from old guys glaring at us to people smiling and clapping and enjoying the music. I couldn't, it was was almost unbelievable. Wow. All right, Pretty, thanks very much for chiming in. Let's hear from uh, Steiner. Hey, Steiner. Hello. Hi, Steiner. How are you? We're good. How are you? Hi, crew. Yeah. Hi, Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Steiner who? <laughs> hey, uh, I, I've been listening, and this is just fantastic. Um, we, I met Gary in 80. I just write to write the story. I get, met Gary in 88 because Melody was already in the choir the previous fall, and we had met in community theater and Melody and I were engaged to be married in that spring of 88. So, in fact, the entire vocal arts came to our writing and singing. And that was a thrill. They did. Um, but when we went to Poland... And Russia. Uh, we had a lot of free time. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Steiner. Uh, we had a lot of free time, and, and we were in this gift shop and looking at this portrait of the church that was in the square outside of of, this, of that oh gift shop God. in Krakow. And Melly and I just fell in love with his portrait, and it was just gorgeous. But we couldn't, we, were, we weren't even dirt poor, we were dust poor. You know, we just, <laughs> we couldn't, we just looked at each other and said, no, sorry, not for us. And, and so we walked out into the square, and about five minutes later, Jerry walks out into the square. I, I can't get through this. <laughs> He walks out into the square with that portrait and hands it to us and says, "Here, take it home with you. <laughs> it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful piece." Wow. And that's just it hangs on our wall. It hangs on our wall. What? <laughs> it hangs on our wall, and yes. he bought it. Well, I assume he bought it. And he might have shoplifted it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he bought it. For it. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he was just the dearest, greatest friend. And um, I'll say goodbye now. So thank you very much. Thank you, Steiner. That's a really wonderful story. Let's get to Sarah on KVEC. Hi, Sarah. Sarah, you with us? I am. Let me turn down my radio. Thank you, Sarah. Good to hear from you. (laughs) Thank you. Hi, guys. Hi, Sarah. (laughs) I didn't hear my introduction there, but... um, 
This is so nice. I'm so glad you're doing this, Dave. And obviously, it's really cathartic for so many people Good. all over the community. Good. So I'm Sarah Magillay. I was the Vocal Arts Executive Director for 10 years, um, and um, I um, relinquished that position during COVID when we couldn't perform and we couldn't have any fundraisers and we couldn't do anything. But um, so, but I miss it desperately, and I'm just so sad. I mean, I just he was such an amazing person, and I guess I just wanted to share my experience as an employee and a colleague as opposed to a singer. Sure. Um, and, um, and how Gary made me feel, because I think that's really what we're all talking about here, is how he made us feel, um, whether we were singing or we were in a board meeting or we were, you know, a student in his classroom. And, um, and I think that's the, the power that he has, is that he just, he, 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 there's something about his communication style, and it wasn't always... Um, easy or um, <laughs> uncomplicated, uh, <laughs> and I know that some of the people that are there uh, with you know that he could be very demanding and exact, and and um, but he always made me feel very important in that organization, um, and very smart and needed, and that's something that you don't experience all that often these days in a part-time job that's, you know, to be made to feel like you are an integral part of that organization and that your opinion matters. And he really was very hands-off in his management. He had his stuff that he did, and he left the admin and the marketing to me. Hmm. And and I wasn't perfect, but he always made me feel like I was on the right track. And that I was important, and that I and, and I think that's why I I held that job longer than any job I've ever held in my entire life. Ten years. Well, Melody, comment on this because you have the job now. Oh well, it's it's big. It has a life of its own, and it's. Um, but I'll tell you something: the singers that I'm working with right now in Gary's stead, channeling him, <laughs> are supportive and lovely, and. I am thrilled to be able to do that for Gary. I just want to make it happen. Absolutely. Sarah, good to hear from you. Let's go to Aubrey on KVEC. Hi, Aubrey. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Hi, Aubrey. Hi, Dave. Hi, Melody Dale. And hi. 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 It's so beautiful to um, to hear from everyone. Um, yeah, I, I was uh, one of those lost kids in school um, <laughs> that... Um, you know, and at times choir was the only class I would show up to all day. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was the only class I cared about going to. And, you know, I, I in my youth, I struggled a lot with um, addiction issues and, and had a long road to recovery. But I, I, I remember in the depths of my despair listening to recordings of um, choir, um, like slow high or slow high recordings and vocal arts recordings. And, um, when I originally got sober, uh, in my, in my twenties, the first thing I set out to do was audition for the vocal arts ensemble. And it was, it was just this little dream that I had always had that I, I didn't think would necessarily ever come to fruition. And, and, and I was able to do it. And, um, Gary just, it left such a huge impact on my life, a significant impact, as I know he did for so many people, but it, he was just certainly this, this driving force and a motivator for me. 
Aubrey, what a great story. Thank you very much for sharing that. Anybody want to comment on Aubrey's story, Dale? Uh, not so much on that, but I, it just, I was thinking about how some of my favorite pictures from our tour uh, photo albums and others are, are those of Gary and Pat together. They were such a team. Well, talk They've about Pat. Been such a team, and and Pat. Uh, first of all, she'd play the viola, and she'd. I mean, but f- the support for for Gary. Sometimes somebody would do some kind of honor for for Gary, and the two of them would get up, and uh, Pat would say some very splendid kinds of words <laughs> and beautiful words, and then Gary would say. Ditto, <laughs> because she could really say it for for us, and and she's and she's been a great instrumentalist when she shakes this this shaker thing on our African piece. It's my favorite part of the whole concert is watching the joy and passion that she does that with, and I hope she'll come back and do that with us. Yeah, uh, other stories about Pat. You want to mention Pat at all? Pat, Pat was a chaperone with me oh one gosh. time. And boy, she's really strict. I was like, I felt like one of her kids too. I love you, Pat. If you were listening, Ty, you want to say anything about Pat? What, what I, yeah, well, I'll say something about Gary and Pat. Gary always made sure he gave Pat credit for being part Absolutely. of the team. Always, so, not just in public, but in private. Right. He, he always did. Aubrey, mm-hmm. thank you. We go to Wendy on KVEC. Hi, Wendy. Uh, hi, Dave. Hi, hi guys. Wendy. Hi, um, hello. Actually, we are one of the couples, Bob and I, um, in vocal arts. We met in vocal arts and um, had our two kids. We I used to call them vocal art babies years ago, and <laughs> a girl sang with Gary in, in the high school choir. And I'm glad you talked about the um, international choral competitions, and I wanted to bring up that we did some here. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Bringing in that spirit. We had... Um, Choirs from Uganda and um, the Democratic uh, Republic of the Congo, the Russian Girls Choir, and we hosted all of them just like we would get hosted we were, when we were in another country. And I will never forget, because part of the competition, not only are you, you performing pieces that you have chosen, but then there is always one piece that we all do together. And, and the one that just always brings me to tears is Finlandia and picture Mm -hmm. the whole of the pack because the choirs are all singing from the audience and the stage and we're all singing words of you know I love my country I love my country of skies of blue and this is totally paraphrased because I don't remember all the words (laughs) now but but it's it's also saying and I know you love your country and you also have skies of blue in your country and that acknowledgement and the bringing together of people you know it's like we know music transcends boundaries but um gary was so instrumental in in kind of seeming those together it Mm -hmm. it just um was so beautiful so um i'm so glad you guys are doing this we're so glad that you called in wendy thank you very much for that wonderful story any comments on what you just said well when she's talking about international one of the things that i it's a little bit off the topic but one of the things i remember the most are the gorilla concerts we'd call them and we'd be driving down the road in a bus and we'd see a church and gary go pull over and we'd pull over and go in the church and sometimes people were praying and sometimes something was going on or there were signs that said be quiet or whatever and we would just start singing and gary was basically his theory was if they don't like it, they'll, they'll like us. They'll throw us out. And we did gorilla <laughs> concerts because on the tour you do a concert and almost they ever every th- night. They ever throw you out? 
Not that I can remember. Okay. <laughs> but they, I, I have to. I have to tell on sure. that. We were in um, in 1991. We were in Russia and Poland. And we were in Leningrad at the time because this is two weeks before the final coup. Mm-hmm. Two weeks after we got home, it was again St. Petersburg. Anywho, we were there and we were going to go into St. Isaac's Cathedral for 70 years. It had been uh, one of the greatest museums, not a church, not, not, not a functioning church anymore, but it had so many of the Russian icon. And we went in and to, so to tag onto what Ty is saying, we were just so blown away by the sacredness of the place and looking around at the people, mostly with sad faces they had, right? Yeah. It was a, re- a horrible political time of turmoil. And I just remember all of us gravitating towards one another, forming a big circle and singing one of our favorite pieces, Siku Cervus. Yeah. And it was a, a sacred piece and, and we just, you know, there was noise when we came in, but we just had to do it. Yeah. And no one stopped us. And suddenly, everyone in the building is turning towards us. And that's before, you know, flash mobs. Yeah. That was like the original <laughs> amazing flash mob. We're paying tribute to Gary Lamprecht, who passed away on Wednesday night. Community sing along tomorrow from 1230 to 130 at the Old Mission Church. We thank Wendy for her call. I want to make sure we have a chance to hear from Mike Burrell. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing, Dave? question is, how are you this doing, Mike? Yeah, and all of you vocal arts people, it's great that you're putting on this great tribute. And I just want to say that my wife, Shell, and I were founding members way back in 1978 when we started this group. Yes. And uh, it, was, it was fantastic, <clears throat> the whole thing. The whole thing just came together. But what I wanted to talk about, everybody's mentioned about how he affected kids, how he affected adults. I've got to say that my wife had a, we, we've sang with the group for many years, and my wife, Shell, sang even longer than I did. But she had a terrible accident, and Gary insisted, after she got through with physical therapy, uh, and she was paralyzed from the chest down, and he insisted that she sing with the vocal arts ensemble. And I think that was instrumental in her saving her life. I really do. Because she came back, and the whole group welcomed her, they had her up on stage. Dale Wolf, would, well, I don't know if it was Dale, I think it was a doctor in, in town, uh, gave her rides to rehearsals, and she sat in her wheelchair and sang with the group. And uh, I mean to tell you, she looked forward to that so much. And so she looked out for people. She was, he, was, he and Pat looked out for her. And uh, it was a tremendous tribute to her, and it was a tremendous uh, thing for the whole group to do something like that. And I just thought I would pass that on because it was huge in my life. Certainly understandable. Any reaction to this story? I just thank you, Mike. That is, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that was a precious time. And I, I know what you're talking about when you're saying that it, it enriched Shell and made life worth living for her again. So. Mike, uh, thank you very much for calling in. We got a lot of people calling in. I'm trying to get to you, but I also <laughs> want to give our guests a chance to promote an upcoming concert. Let's hear from Myla. Hey, Myla. Hey, Dave, thank you so much for honoring Gary. It's wonderful. Sure. So I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to say it was a pleasure to teach Vic for so many years. He was just a class act and just such a mentor. He was a great union member. He loved the kids. And he was just a great colleague as well. So I've been, I've always enjoyed vocal arts performances, but um, teaching with him was just a joy. So thank you. Thank you, Milo. A lot of emotion here. 
Uh, let me. Oh, we're going to go up to Oregon. Here's Bill Scott. Hey, Bill. Oh. Hello. Oh, hi, Bill. Bill, it was my great privilege to sing with vocal arts for 14 years, and uh, Gary's dedication to excellence brought some treasured moments. Um, I learned after vocal arts that his dedication is not widely spread among other conductors. It kind of spoiled me. Uh, I tried a, a group up here in Portland, but the, the dedication wasn't there, and after a couple of se- seasons, I dropped out. But uh, some of the memories that stand out to me especially was on our first European tour in 1985, singing in Canterbury Cathedral. Uh, after that experience coming out of the cathedral, some of the members were in tears from the emotion of being in an edifice that had been there for 1,100 years. And um, sometime in the late 80s, we had a very special surprise guest in the mission for what was probably a spring concert. Um, we sang for Stephen Hawking, the astrophysicist. Oh, yeah. He just showed up unexpectedly, and he stayed for the whole concert. And, you know, the English people really know their choirs, so it's gratifying that he stayed for the whole thing. <laughs> um, right. I remember the time we had the wonderful guest conductor, Jester Harrison, the <laughs> father of black spiritual music, conducting for us. So, uh, oh. treasured memories. Um, Gary's dedication to excellence extended to warming us up. Sometimes he'd spend 20 or 30 minutes and expect perfection just in warm-ups before we even started rehearsal. Is that How long would it typically take to warm up for something like this? I have worked with many people with tom davies it's maybe 10 15 minutes tops uh when gary's was working on a certain specific tone or whatever it was it could take a, a while all right well, <laughs> yeah. before, Bill, before a concert it would be an hour though he would always say you guys don't really start sounding right until an hour so before a concert we would sing an hour so bill, t- uh, bill i gotta let you go i'm almost out of time thank you let me squeeze in laura cooper she's been waiting very patiently hey laura oh. Hey, hey, thank you so much for taking my call, sure. and thank you all for doing this. It's so lovely. So I sang with Gary in at Laguna Junior High, <laughs> um, went to Disneyland with him. In high school, I got into drama and did some other things, came back to San Luis after college, auditioned for vocal arts, sang in vocal arts for years, then ended up singing in Canzona, not able to do both programming at once. So Gary came to a Canzona concert maybe about six years ago and I saw him afterwards got gave him a big hug he gave me a big hug and he said um he said it's so wonderful to see you doing this and I said oh I love it I just I would never give up on music and you were really such a big part of that and he pointed at me and said with this twinkle in his eye this is what makes it all worth it Wow, what a great story. Laura, thank you. We'll come back and talk about the upcoming concert. I'm Dave Congleton on Hometown Radio. All right, we got about a minute left. Dale Wolf, the Vocal Arts Ensemble, continues in May. Yeah, we're, you're going to have to wait a while before you can hear us, but it's a beautiful concert. It's one of those favorites of everybody uh, kind of selections that Gary made that we're all looking forward to. May 2nd, Trilogy Napomo at 7 p.m. May 4th at the Cuesta Performing Arts Center, 3 p.m. And uh, 
Uh, you can you can get tickets, I think, already at vocalarts.org. And you'll be but back in April, and we can promote the concert then as th- well. We will tell yeah. you more about it then. By the way, there's a choral festival for high school students that we're sponsoring in March, March 21-22. And, That's Melody, can't uh, people make donations to the uh, Lamprecht Scholarship? To the Vocal Arts website? I think that on our website, there is a a tribute that um, Kate put up to Gary. And at the end of that tribute, there's information about how to make that donation. Uh, Folks, thanks so much for coming in and sharing your stories. Appreciate it very much. Thank Thank you for letting us. Off we go. News, traffic, weather. Here comes the 5 o'clock hour. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.